Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Nolan Tui. And we are a pair of rankers. And this week, we're going to be looking at superheroes and villains and people that rip them off by making other superheroes and villains that are similar to them, pretty much. <laughs> so, Sums it up quite simply, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like Noel, we put this list together pretty quickly, like we'd like to do on rankers. All about yeah. the, you know, like we're all about the gut instincts when it comes to rankers. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, you overthink it. You get into the Myers. You, yeah, we're we're, yeah, we're a bit long in the tooth. We've seen some of this stuff. Yeah, you thought like, oh, okay, I see what this is. Yeah, exactly. So like we we know when something is fucking ripping shit off, and it's like not only supervillains and uh, superheroes, they've been doing it for decades and decades and decades, but they're not the only ones that are guilty of, uh, of it, but they're the ones we're going to be looking at today. So we're going to throw these motherfuckers uh, to the fire and uh, we're going to see which ones that we've chosen that we think are the biggest rip-offs or even the best rip-off maybe or best alternate version. Role reversal. You go first, motherfucker. Oh, I go first. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I'm just I, feeling, I'm just I, feeling fancy. All right, cool. Just uh, let me get my backups going there. My background's going here. Um, all right, cool. So I'm going first, which is kind of weird for me. So my number I'll go five... first if it means a lot to you. No, no, my number five is Ant-Man. So pretty much Ant-Man for me, I think, is a complete rip-off of the DC character Adam, um, which we saw in Legends of Tomorrow, we saw in the in the in the Arrow TV series. Superman himself, Brandon Root. Yeah, exactly. So um I did the when we look when I tried to weigh these two up, I didn't try to look at how aesthetically they look, but as well as the power sets and how they're in, in comparison. And then I also had to go back and check see which one was invented first, so I can actually make my decision and be correct. So Atom seemingly came out a good few years, I think, before Ant Man, and their powers are almost identical. Both of them control matter, or, or, or sorry, not matter, but both of them control uh, um, atomic particles and their size, and both of them can shrink, and both of them can grow to ginormous size. Quantum realm, all that jazz. Yeah, so like, what do you think of uh, my choice? I think Ant Man's a good pick. He's a bit of a Did, well, actually, well, like the the the, the space spoiler alert is I didn't make my list, which which I always love. Yeah, but <laughs> but no, actually, it is a good choice, and they are like not only that, but but they're like uh, B listers on their Justice League Avengers. Yeah, like they're there, they're at the table for sure. Yeah, but they're not Spider Man. They're not Batman. Um. So, yeah, no, it's a great choice, and there is a huge amount of overlap. Adam, from what I've read in comics, he goes, like, he tends to live in the much smaller realm. Yeah. Like, like we're talking, like, like on your brain kind of thing, like, you know, what, running between neurons. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Size size manipulation, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. And um, they, they took Ant-Man, they said, look, control over Ant, so he can go big and, excuse me, a few other things. But, yeah, no, of course, complete rip-off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what's your number five, motherfucker? That's fine. My number five, actually, I, I'm going to inception you. My number five is um, Trickster. I said, like, what if we had everything that everyone loves about Joker, but no follow through? <laughs> Even Mark Hamill. And that's the inception of it, man. <laughs> Mark Hamill played him. Yeah. The only time he made live action. And it's the same. He's got, like, you know, he's got springs in the the soles of his feet he's got trick guns he's got you know dice star grenades whatever you mean it's all just a bit like jazzy or something you know it's all just oh no it's what it seems it's all very silly but i'm actually like a threat or whatever and uh it's just just joker without any of the follow-through or any of the grit and just they like even joker's bad jokes because the joker is never actually a funny character he never actually says something that's funny but the manicness of him is so entertaining yeah and it has the manicness but none of the follow-through and oddly enough this is dc against dc so dc just played themselves for no reason yeah and the riddler as well is kind of similar to joker as well similar but at least he, at least his gimmick yeah is far enough removed oh completely different like he's actually he's eccentric and all of that i'll give you all that and he's you know he's not yeah. above killing people all of that kind of stuff but at least his gimmick is far enough removed look at the gesture here it's very 90s to be fair but it is it's just that it's that slapstick yeah. it's that 60s joker um and he'll always be that and again you know he's on the rogues that's kind of the highest he ever got you yeah. know, on uh, kind of more of a flashback guy. But yeah, no, I just saw a cheap ripoff. But like, I was just like, you have the Joker. Just leave it alone. It's yeah. imagination, man. Push out the boat a bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, I don't actually know a lot about the trickster, but like... Nor uh, should you. 
That's yeah. Kind of my point. Yeah, exactly. Like so, when you have something like the Joker and even have the Riddler as well, I don't think you need to go down that road anymore. You went no. down. You went down it twice, and you came back with two gems. No, Just, you know you what I mean. Like, like no, excuse me. You went down it twice, and you came back with two Oscars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean. Like you, mm. I mean, man, we're talking a comic book character. Yeah, came back with two Oscars. Yeah, like man, like Batman's not going to do it. Yeah, the Joker, Batman's been done. You know, like he's probably the most iconic villain of all time. He has to be. You know what I mean? Like, so has to be to create anything that's similar to him. We're leaving yourself open for comparison. You can understand the temptation. Yeah, but you shouldn't do it. Yeah, you shouldn't do it because, like, you yeah. got it right the first time around. Exactly, and that's yeah. it. And just don't mess with perfection, and people do. All right, hit me with your number four. Hit me with your number four. My number four is Hawkeye. Yeah, Green Arrow, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, I know Robin yeah. Hood. <laughs> I'm, I'm Robin Hood. Actually, you know what? Sorry, you no. kind of you throw me no, but you have though. You've actually thrown me a curveball there because I suppose I kept it very, very much myself inside of the comic universe. But like Same Batman, as. Batman had a Zorro. Yeah, like, there would have been no Batman without Zorro. Well, it was supposed I, to be superheroes that rip off superheroes. You know, yeah, well that's fair. But yeah. you're but also you your, say point, Lone Ranger, your point kind of rings true. Your point kind of rings true. Um, anyway, yeah, accuracy is actually something that I'm into as a superpower. And a lot of people aren't. I'm like, God, you know what you could do? If like, like, and not just like straight bullets, but you know what you could do if you could flick a bottle cap yeah, on, on four corners of a room and choke out somebody on the far side? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's an insane thing to think about, but it is a complete ripoff. What, who came first? The other one's ripping it off. Whether you love them or yeah. hating them, the one that came first is ripping off the other one. They're not just, is it accuracy? It's a trick arrows, yeah. man. They're the same hero. Yeah, yeah. Like and like, yeah. I know Green Arrow. If you look at his aesthetic, obviously gets more um, in, in, inspiration from Robin Hood, um, which, which is clear from his uh, aesthetic and shit. But like, if you look at Hawkeye and uh, Green Arrow, the power sets are nearly almost identical. Green Arrow came first, so as you said, if one comes first, whoever comes when they're second, that similar, when they're that when they're similar, that similar yeah. sorry, no, yeah. So for me, Hawkeye is my number four ripoff uh, of superheroes. What's your number four, motherfucker? Okay, well, this one, yeah, th- this one would have been lo- actually probably my number one had it not enjoyed the show. And uh, Moon Knight is the the the. See, he's different enough that I have to give him a lot of respect because, you know, the Egyptian lore yeah. uh, and all of that. But he is there uh, street level, as, as me and you have a tendency to say, as in, like, yeah. you know, when you're when Superman's fighting, like, I don't know, when Superman's fighting Darkseid or something like that, then it's on a huge scale. But this guy's, like, stopping muggers as well, like, in back alleys and stuff. But he, And he's gritty and he, and he hurts people yeah. and he leaves them. Not kills, but hurts really, really bad. And um, he's kind of their answer to him in a weird way. I respect that they met him different enough, but yeah. it's also extremely obvious that he's the even like he could run with with some of the overpowered Thorish kind of characters, uh, even though he's more of a street level thing. But because he's he's smart, he's capable, and he's willing. Yeah, and he's got a huge skill set, and that's Batman. Batman's intelligence puts him on a team with a guy that can run through the the light barrier and travel through time and a guy who could probably push the moon out of orbit he's that much of a tactician and a close combat fighter and all and, and resources and what have you so yeah moon knight was moon knight was obviously would not exist if batman didn't exist and i don't think you know like i don't even think that would be argued to be yeah. fair it's not like there's a huge people going ah no that's not fair no it's it's fair enough that the two have taken yeah, reverence think- for someone but I- I think the aesthetics are uh, very different. The backstory very different. I, res- I respect that. You know, like the whole Egyptian god lore and all that makes him almost a superhero. Or Batman just a vigilante, really. Like he's the pinnacle of humans and what a human can do. Whereas- well, Moon Knight has actually changed over the years. You know what I mean? They, they, well, he has multiple personalities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he does. I know, like the comparisons aren't as direct, especially. Yeah, and I do concede this, especially when you hit me with a Hawkeye. And we're not again. We're not even talking about having the same ability set. We're yeah. talking about their approach to the ability set being exactly the same. And when the ability set is something as um, sorry, when the when the weapon is something as specific as trick arrows, not just like good with guns like the Punisher. Well, yeah, a lot of people use guns and like no, 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 trick arrows. Yeah, 
you know, then, yeah, no, then you have me beat. But Moon Knight wouldn't exist without Batman. I could have gone with some more obvious examples, but but they do. (laughs) (laughs) It is Marvel's answer. It's like an acceptable answer. Yeah. And it actually is acceptable because they're they're so different. When you look at Dark Knight, Moon Knight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the but, that, but the, exactly. But even like if I needed somebody who could get the job, like if I need somebody in the Marvel roster, especially like the, the um, sorry, live action uh, roster who could get in there and get the job done, can think on their feet. You know what I mean? Like somebody who can get and somebody who's a lot afraid to do the dirty work that would, for, for Justice League, that was Batman. He'll make the hard choices. Yeah, and for I think Avengers now going forward, that's going to be Moon Knight. And don't get me wrong, he he's not going to be able to punch Thor in the jaw and do him any damage whatsoever. But he's still not to be fucked with. And there are an awful lot. There's a Venn diagram, and there's an awful lot in between them. But I respect that they gave him enough background to make him different enough. I do have to own that. Yeah, I see. Yeah, there's definitely inspiration there. But like Marvel are clever enough at times when. To take inspiration from something, they, they come up with a brand new idea off the back yes. of it, but you can see the inspiration there. Not always, not always, but yeah. like, yes, absolutely. There are this is a classic example. I was going to go with a few of the Superman ones, but the list was the list I researched was so exhausting. I went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen some crazy lists over the last day or so. No, every day, like, like an hour, what, an hour, two hours ago, before two we... hours. Two hours. <laughs> so, and uh, we spent an hour of that podcast, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like, um, yeah, like I can see the inspirations between Moon Knight and uh, the Dark Knight Batman. So like, the, that you can obviously tell like someone's like Dark Knight's really cool. Dark Knight's really cool. Well, what's like the dark? What comes out in this dark? Oh, Moon, the Moon Knight. And then you yeah. could, you could tell that they probably come up with the name and then start reverse engineering like the whole Egyptian lore, the whole thing with Konshu and all these things, and how you could, they built outwards probably from the uh, original idea, and it was probably initially a lot more similar to Batman from his uh, initial interpretation. Um, so I have a superhero that makes it like comes out at night and makes you go to sleep, and his name is Night Night. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> night Night. <laughs> And just uses roofies to sweep <laughs> and like chloroform. He's like special powers, like a bottled chloroform. You just like, yeah. you, go, uh, uh, you have failed right. the city, and he just like, <laughs> yeah. um, okay. All right, so that's your number four, and this is my number four. And like the reason I no, this, sorry, yeah, this, this is my num- number, this three number three. three sorry, yeah, God, I'm, you fucking you incepted the whole world. Like, uh, no, you didn't. You, you tended me, you inverted everything. I did. I didn't know what was going on. I don't know if I'm you or if you're me. I don't even know what's, don't even know what these choices I'm making right now are my own. Like, this <laughs> could actually be your choices that you've actually incepted into my head. Yeah. While you were inverting my world. I'll know by why your choice actually is if it brain. worked. All right. So, uh, my choice and the reason I picked this, it had to be on my list because not only is uh, the aesthetics very similar, but uh, the guy who created himself also came out and said that he is a ripoff of another famous character. Deadpool. Um, no, but like so. <laughs> so this time it's uh, a villain, and he's actually at the moment probably more famous in a lot of circles. But he did rip off another character that we bear our name for one of our other podcasts, and that is okay. Thanos. So. Um, uh, when Thanos was be, uh, being created, <laughs> the exact same picture. <laughs> Amazing. The exact same placing, yes, man, is the thing you need did, to be focused did on. Did you fucking incept me? So <laughs> Yeah, no, I did, yeah. That's good. Exact, exact same picture in the exact same placement. Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Uh, did we just fucking neural handshake? <laughs> we did, yeah. We 100% did. Stop drifting with me! still we aren't going to jump over this we're both going to give our reasons yeah uh but go ahead so i read an article a while back so the guy who created thanos um uh he was creating him and he was uh uh he was mimicking off one of the isn't uh dark side of titan and um Uh, yeah he's an old god a new god sorry yeah so he was uh mirroring him off one of the other titans and some guy came into the room i can't remember his name he literally said to him if you're going to rip off one of the titans why don't you rip off the best one and that was dark side and that's how Thanos was created so there you go it's on the nose yeah you know what i mean it's as clear as day that it's a ripoff but like right now it's crazy because of marvel's success Thanos is probably more famous to a lot of oh, people no, than dark side is and is I, more famous yeah and i barely knew anything of Thanos growing up oh yeah well like i mean you know dark side. i brought my nephews and 
to this to this movie. I I know that it's uh, they don't know who Darkseid is, but your they nephews, know they're the little dude. You make work in your chocolate factory. Don't fucking lie, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Excellent singers. On a dime, they will whip out a song. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oompa Loompa, comedy <laughs> save us. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, no. But like at the same time, I'll always be. For me, it's never. It's great when you have those really powerful characters, and they took Thanos with the whole Infinity Gauntlet, falling in love with Lady Death in the comics, and wiping yeah. out half the universe. In my head, actually, it was always half the universe is in like the left side of the universe, yeah, and the right them. side was completely spared. Or you know what I mean? Like, like it was I was always he seems so stupid to me now. Yeah, but uh, he always really. So you can never argue with that. But Dark Side to me was um, the actual character was like this planet that eats planets that he runs, you know, mm. and. Uh, and he had this whole army and he was kind of more evil, just out and out evil, just seeking power. And he carried himself in a way that was a lot more scary to me. That Thanos, uh, when they brought him to live action, was they met him somewhat sympathetic as in it's uh, ultimate eradication and it's evil. But there was this like, I'm a genius. Yeah. Like Tony Stark levels genius. And I've seen it and I know it's not sustainable. Yeah. And, and, and this has to be done as awful as it is. And that doesn't like I mean, don't get me wrong, of course he's still the bad guy, but it was good story building, like it just was. Mm. And um, but Dark Side to me was just carries himself in a way where he's just so so cool. I, he's just simply cooler to me. And I don't care if one person has killed more or anything like that, because it's not but Dark Side is cooler to me. Mm. So I'll always kind of side with Dark Side. It's not even like, well, oh, like if you read comics, you'd know. Just do because in the comics, Thanos is and wicked motherfucker yeah i i say i've read comics where thanos goes back in time to stop thanos you know yeah. what i mean like yeah 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 and there's a baby thanos there's a whole fucking thing um but uh yeah no thanos is an excellent character but there's nothing but he obviously took and admittedly in fact you know like i mean you, these people admit it's like complete credit to them and, it, yeah. and this is the thing where people go how dare they how dare they and i always think like as, as a bass player or something i always think like um like oh um that sounded a bit like such a such a bass player and it's going good thank you what an excellent compliment yeah of course because that person is one of my fucking heroes mm. so when i and i threw that in it was something i learned from a c like a dvd i bought of his that was how to play like him and I'm yeah. not as I can't do what he does the way he does or as well as he does, but but I'm glad that that came true because I'm actively trying to do it yeah. and I'm actively telling people I'm trying to do it. Yeah. So it's not like I'm trying to be him; it's that I respect him and I want to incorporate some of that cool stuff. And you can't you can't copyright a bad a certain type of badassery. I think Dark Side of Thanos is a very respectable way for. Um, I'm sorry, you, you you put an idea out there, you'll always come first, but. But that that kind of like shit, yeah, that inspired something in me. Yeah, and there's and and and, it, and again, Dark Side wouldn't be the first thing. It was somebody before that, somebody before that, somebody before that, all the yeah. way back to the caves. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But that, think, it's a great choice, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think if you if you take inspiration from someone and can completely can uh, create your own thing from that inspiration, I think that should be lauded in its own right. You know what I mean? But that brings me back to musician thing. That's, that's how people build themselves yeah, up. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, they want like, the this of this and the this of this and they come up yeah. with it. All of a sudden, a new style of art is fucking born. I mean... Yeah, man, like, because like when they say when you're writing, you should be reading because like one thing I noticed, like when I started reading more often, more novels, more novels, more novels, like, and like just kept fucking... Like last year, I was, I read like a, a dozen novels or something, something crazy, like just like a crash... Sounds co- you know what I mean? Like just just a crash course in fucking um yeah, because well, sorry, I was podcasting in your house at the time and you were like you were trying to get through. Sorry, I was just about to say you were trying to get through literally an actual measured amount. Yeah, like uh, like a get through one a month. Yeah, like, get through one a month, an actual yeah. measured amount that you could just like because you're right, because obviously you're just gonna go alone and you weren't born in 1781 where you have to. There is wealth of information now. Yeah, exactly. Like, and what I did was I just started looking at things that were in similar genres to me, and I started looking at how people that are far more talented than I am, how they create things, and like whether or not I, I'll ever be as good as them is one thing, but like I can try encapsulate a little bit of their style or a little bit of their structure or a little bit of how they hit beats, and if I can do that and create my own style off the back of it, that's what like Marvel did with Thanos. That they pretty much took inspiration from Darkseid, someone that's completely iconic in his own right, and they created their own character, their own fucking 
backstory, their all greater universe on the back of him. And then look the way the MCU's incorporated him. Like, so he is a ripoff and it's undeniable, but he's a very good ripoff. And I think that's that's something like that has to be said about this list that a lot of these are ripoffs, but they are good ripoffs. Like Hawkeye's a great ripoff. You're going to make a ripoff Green Arrow. They didn't dwindle that ripoff. It wasn't shit, like, you know? So like you make someone like Hawkeye who's become an iconic character. Like, so... And that's the thing about this list that there is they are ripoffs, but a lot of them are fucking good ripoffs. So um that's your number three, and that's my number three. It's really confusing me that I'm going first. Um, so yeah. my number two is the man himself, Deadpool. Yeah. Go ahead, work on um, like Slade Wilson, Wade Wilson. It's which was which was great. You know what was great? <laughs> it's Deathstroke, isn't it? Yeah, Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah. And there was I don't know. I think it might have been this year where uh, a guy was like, "Oh no, no, he's not like a rip off of Deathstroke because blah 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 blah." He goes, "No, he is." I don't know if the guy used the word rip off, uh, taken inspiration, away, from like him. yeah, taking inspiration from whatever you like. And uh, he was, and the guy argued, he goes, "No, like I developed the character, I like me." Yeah, I I'm Deadpool's daddy. I met I'm Alan's mammy. Yeah, I don't know. You 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 always have a tendency to know these things better than me. But the guy was like, "Yes, I did. I did take inspiration from Deathstroke." Yeah, I did. Look at the and I gave him the credit because look at the aesthetics, swordplay, um, yeah. regenerative. Uh, sorry, excuse me, regenerative capabilities. Um, assassin. Like yeah. I'm not that like bounty hunter assassin, whatever. But like definitely not like. Batman, like no matter how many times the Joker's escapes, he brings him back alive. No, no, yeah. not Deadpool, not Deathstroke. Yeah, enhanced fighting abilities, all of that. Wade Huge Wilson, thing. Slade Wilson. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's a bit on the nose when you put it that way. Yeah, you know, so like, uh, Deadpool has become uh, iconic, but fucking Deathstroke, he's a cool motherfucker as well. Like, if uh, when Arrow were allowed to use him. Before DC, you were like, oh, no, we're going to take all these cool characters out of your show. We're going to put them in movies that were never made. But um, like Manu Bennett played uh, um, Deathstroke on um, uh, Arrow. And I thought he was a fucking man. Just the look of that character is fucking awesome. And it's clear to see when you, you weigh up Deadpool against Deathstroke. And as you said, Rob Liefeld, I'm pretty sure this guy who invented Deadpool, that he said he uh, took clear inspiration from Deathstroke. And like, but it's like the Thanos thing. He went and created his whole, like there is so many of the same moving parts. But like the sum um, was very different than the uh, sorry no the whole was very different than the, the than its parts because Deadpool is very different in a way than Deathstroke because Deathstroke oh, massively yeah and yeah, again it, like it, it, would, it would it would take me down like. to uh, the Moon Knight yeah thing Moon Knight made my list and it's a very hard list to kind of rank because yeah. it, there's both respect and disrespect in it yeah. you know what I mean that you're you're just kind of it kind of comes to a stage where you're like is it it's, it's clear. How it's clear, clear, yeah, how and you're clear, shooting from the yeah. hip because I and again, yeah. it's not like I know you could call it laziness, and there is a bit of laziness, but I also think it's exactly how I always want this to be. Yeah, this is what shoot from the hip. Yeah, rankers should always be fuck all research, gut instinct, because if yeah. you think about it too much, then that's not your real list. It's kind of like based on what we know about the world when yeah. we decide. It's like it's kind of based on like how would how would this go if we were sitting having a pint? Yeah, how would our debate go? As in like. Oh, wait, 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 like Deadpool versus Deathstroke or something like that. And we kind of go, wait, no, 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 one came for, you know, argue it out. Yeah, exactly. He's undeniably, and it's admitted. And to Mm. be fair, it's been admitted. To be fair, to be be fair, fair, to be fair. fair. But no, excellent. No, let's get at her. Come on, what's your number two? Yeah, you know what? I'm saving. I was going to put something higher on my list, but I'm saving it for my honorable mention because I've got stuff to say. (laughs) Is, um, uh, is, uh, this was lazy. Oh, the, the the image choice. Yeah, well, apparently this you're is. I know so you're gonna well. catch me. You're going so well. I know. I got one. Look, it was one. Yeah, one. You're getting. If there. I get away with one, I'm getting let's, there. Thank let's, you. Thank let's you. not point out his flaws. Let's hail his improvements. You know Thank saying? you. But it's 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 a black cat and Catwoman. Yeah. Like, look at the aesthetics. Like, yeah, they tried, and it's even just like, and they both had like their biggest draw or second biggest draw or certainly up there, which was Spider Man, Batman, respectively. Yeah. Um, and that is uh, you know, that 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 like femme fatale-ish, not yeah. quite all the way there, but you know, like like definitely like a dangerous woman, a gorgeous, dangerous woman that you don't want to get caught yeah. up in. And she's like, I don't know, maybe a burglar who's <laughs> like, you know, a gymnast who's also really good in close combat quarters, who's based themselves around a cat. This one, like, 
This one was lazy. Yeah. That's why it's further up. We didn't really go positive or negative with this, so I guess I could have yeah. gone either way. But it's I decided to go team. negative. Yeah. I decided to go negative near the top because this one again, you're like you, and again, this is an excellent moment visually. Again, I, I'm sorry about the quality of the image, but Deadpool Ooh. is a fantastic character. Yeah. That wouldn't exist without Deathstroke. And he looks so much better in HD as well. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> but, but Deadpool is a fantastic character. Yeah. Who don't without Deathstroke, he would have gone, Oh, I love the fact that he's like a an enhanced mm. merchant's assassin. But without Deathstroke, Deadpool probably just, but he just it simply wouldn't exist. That's <laughs> fair enough. But this mm. time they went so lazy. And yeah. I just felt it was so uninspired and lazy that they yeah. just went they put they even put cat in the name. Yeah. You know, like imagine if like Deathstroke was imagine if Deadpool was called Killstroke. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like how uninspired is that? Yeah. And again, it's like agility, it's agility, close combat, uh bur you know, like thief, um, you know, anti like not all the way bad, but bad. Yeah. And that's it. Just laziness, absolute laziness. And I can never and I really for all the and I think it's great that they brought uh, B list, what you would have called 10 years ago, B list, C list, even D list, like Moon Knight, man. I thought Moon, uh, Moon Knight was a guy I used to like break out in conversations when I was 19 or 20 and kind of go, like Do you guys even know Moon Knight? You know, like, <laughs> you, like, you know, like the music equivalent, like of underground, like, you guys even listen to Haken, you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, but now he has his show and he's got like, Don't, don't touch her, leave her the fuck alone. I yeah. promise you, she'll bring you nothing but grief. Yeah, comparisons, talking... and especially Spider Man, who's got such a rich roster. Yeah, no, they they are making a Black Cat movie, aren't they? Oh, pretty sure they they've been talking about it for a while over in Sony. Okay, and you know, Sony don't make great to... movies, though. Unfortunately, they have not yeah, made a no. great movie in a while. They just have the rights in terms of superheroes. Imagine having the rights to everything in Spider Man, but Spider Man. It's kind of like I call over to your house and you've got awesome ties, but you're not using them right. And it, like that's what Sony is. I'm using the box. That, yeah, you, you know, know I mean? like, like the box my Millennium Falcon kind of. Like, yeah, <laughs> look how big this box is. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's what Sony is to me. It's like they've got a load of fucking awesome ties and just don't know how to play good games with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah, I I, I think uh, Black Cat and uh, Catwoman like it, it's it's ridiculous how lazy it is. Um, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, lazy. yeah, like it, it, like and the the. The thing is with like Deadpool and Moon Knight and Thanos, the uh, the Inception is incredibly obvious, but the way they they expanded the character is very different. Mm. But if you look at Black Cat and you look at Catwoman, they're pretty much the same person. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Oh, and you're not. never going to outdo Catwoman because no, you know what I mean. You're just not. She's just too iconic. Well, you're trying to out Catwoman, Catwoman. Yeah, and that's it's fucking just, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. So, like, that's your number two. It's a good number two because it's a blatant ripoff. Um, it's probably one of the more blatant ones as well. So, like, uh, my number one, um, a fucking massive fan of the graphic novels and a huge fan of the TV series. Haven't seen the new season yet because I'm waiting for it all to come out. But this is undeniable where the came from. Um, uh, but the version that they came up with. Gary Can you is, do a three, two, one, and I take a stab at it? Three, two. One Homelander, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much Homelander was brought to life originally by Garrett Ennis in the comic books. I'm a giant Garrett Ennis fan, love Preacher and love Hellblazer as well. Like, incredible writer. But the way he's been turned, like Anthony Starr, who's an actor I've lauded for a long time from Banshee, and the way he's been brought to life by Anthony Starr is fucking amazing. Like, it's incredible. so fucked up. So he amazing. is the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I of this imagine. generation. No, yeah. no, but you remember Robert Downey Jr. became Tony Stark, and we all agree. We agreed when he was in that military vehicle, thirty seconds, forty seconds into the into the film, yeah. that this was the greatest casting ever. That's how good it was. Yeah, and when they, but he didn't get that when he landed. I was like, uh, because I, I read all the comics, I was thinking I need more buff, a bit taller, or something. I don't know. Yeah, but then he just needed a little bit of time just to show me what he's about, and I was like, this is. The yeah. most evil motherfucker I've ever <laughs> seen committed. So good. Like narcissistic. Like, I mean, yeah. Thanos, Thanos was ultimately trying to save the universe. And this guy yeah. like loves to drink breast milk. He's, he's like, like just jerking everything. off the top of the skyscraper, remember? Because I'm saying I can do anything I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, he's he's all and I happen I actually I'm up to date on season three. And let's just say 
doesn't turn into a great person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like anyone that's read the graphic novels knows Homelander is the biggest piece of shit that you'd ever come across. Yes. And the fact is, imagine having the biggest piece of shit, but not only is he the biggest piece of shit, he's also got Superman's powers. And that's what mm. probably Garrett Ennis was thinking. What if Superman was a piece of shit? And that's what literally Homelander. Not just like a bad guy, you're saying, like, because we have uh, Ultraman or something, I think, which is the inverse universe. And uh, it's the the criminal syndicate or something they're called, and it's all like bad Justice League members. Yeah, but like they just want like the power, but they're very open about it. It's like power, the power and money yeah. and stuff, and they have that. Uh, but he's that slimy motherfucker. He's that yeah. executive motherfucker. He's that, <laughs> yeah. he's that greaseball fucking agent motherfucker. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. he's so fucking good. Like, he's a genius creation of a character. And not only um, is he so good of a character, like, that he's so good on screen, but, like, when you read the graphic novels, he's terrifying in the graphic novels every bit as much as he's terrifying in the show. To have someone that has such a fucking skewed sense of reality and morality, to have that kind of power set, is an absolutely fucking terrifying thing. It's something we spoke about before. It's like, imagine being in the room with someone like Superman. Just being in the room with someone that has that power. And Superman's a good guy. He's a good fucking guy, like, you know what I mean? So if you're in the room with Homelander and you know what he's like, imagine how terrifying that would be. The fact, like, the Superman, what holds Superman back is the fact that he's morals. That's what makes him human. It's his, mora- his morality, whereas Homelander is completely disconnected from re- uh, reality and his uh, sense oh, yeah. of morality. But he's also he's also a product. He's a barcode. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like he's literally so a product. Terrifying man. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like I think when you make a rip off, if you want to call it a rip off, or if John draw inspiration from a, a pre created character, this is the way to do it. This way to take the power set and use it in a completely different way with a completely different mindset. So pretty much it's kind of like, you know, you take, I'm like, I'm going to take Superman's powers. I'm going to put it into Ted Bundy. You know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, that's just the thing. Like, you know, so the thing about Superman, what makes him super is not his powers. It's his sense of morality. And that's what makes him Superman because like people can say what they want about his powers, but his sense of right and wrong is super unto itself. His sense of saving people and doing the good and doing all these things—that's yeah. what makes him a Superman. Because you, you know what I mean, like so. Like, do you remember the early noise cartoon, late nineties, early noise? And it was uh, when he he's uh, fighting Darkseid, and you know Darkseid kicked his ass earlier on, but uh, he gives the whole speech and he goes, "All my life, I felt like I've lived in a world made of cardboard." Yeah. <laughs> so terrified, I'm going to hurt someplace or someone. But here we have a rare opportunity. <laughs> you can take it, can't you, big fella? You know? yeah. And it, you just, just he lets out loose how yeah. powerful. I get a chill even now. Yeah. Man, I'm 39 years of age. I think I've seen that first one. It was in my early 20s. And it it, it, it absolutely gets me every time. It was yeah. so perfect. Because Superman's done right. 100% did all of the time. Yeah. And yeah, he, he and this guy is literally just one. Uh, passive aggressive insult away from burning down the world yeah. and he does that so perfectly what a yeah. character yeah what man, a character what a great actor as well anthony Starr. like if anyone's not seen banshee go back and check out banshee it's a cinemax show i think and it's fucking awesome it's like five seasons long and like when i see when I, when a lot of people heard about anthony Starr being cast as homeland people are, are big fans of the boys they're like a bit unsure i've seen uh, Banshee and I was like nice about fucking time this dude gets noticed because he was so fucking good in Banshee man he's the main character in it like and he came and the way he plays off against I think it's Ulrich Thompson the guy just from the Thing prequel um, is so fucking good man that show is uh, Proctor is the villain in it like uh, man I, I'd recommend that show to anyone I recommend Anthony Starr as an actor to anyone because it shows you what he can do in Banshee and then come on Homelander be one of the most terrifying characters on TV right now is fucking insane um, especially with like the glut of awesome villains we have on TV at the moment. So I just think to have the comic book be so good and to take Superman skew in such a way and have the TV series pick it up to show that Homelander, even though he's a massive ripoff Superman, is the probably best ripoff you could possibly get of a character like Superman. That's an excellent choice. And it's grand that you went positive. But me, I want to watch the world burn. Uh, what Nova Corps. Uh, Who are Nova Corps? Exactly. Uh, yeah, Marvel's they- answer to Green Lantern. Yeah, and they got like the helmet. What's that gift. picture from? Is that from Guardian? I don't know. I think it's actually about some upcoming thing. You know, they were kind of touched upon at the end of the first Guardians of the Galaxy. 
They're in, they're it making was, a TV show called Novacore, I think. There you go. And my God, it just does not matter. The Green Lantern is so much better in every facet, every mm. single facet. And this is just the laziness again, just like intergalactic peace police force, because that's what Green Lanterns are. Yeah. But A, to be a candidate, you have to be able to overcome immense fear. And yeah. B, you obviously have to uh, master a ring that can bring everything you can imagine to life and train like a motherfucker. And Novacore, I don't... And you know what? I didn't even know fully the background of this. Every time I've come across a comic, I've been so incredibly bored that I got to the point where I've made a conscientious effort not to. So if I'm wrong here, I don't fucking care. Fuck these guys. Novacore. Fuck um, do you The exact opposite of what you've got going on. The did exact you... opposite. Yeah, it's like when because it's kind of come back to Black Cat and Black Catwoman. If you want, oh, in a big way, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you want to do a good rip, bigger scale, to, bigger yeah. scale, much bigger. But yes, because like if you want to rip off someone, try do like take inspiration, do but don't do a complete some... rip off. Like Moon Knight, Batman, you can see the inspiration, but it's completely different in a lot of ways. Yeah, Thanos, Dark Side, same thing. But like a Deadpool, even Deathstroke. But you notice one thing is a recurrent theme here that. Not once is DC uh, character been like not once have we said a DC character to ripped off a Marvel character. It's all been not in Mar- some big way. No, no. You know I mean? and I'm sure they exist. You know what I mean? Oh, of course they exist. I, I would welcome people to comment in the section in the comment section and tell us that we're absolute yeah. idiots. Actually, no, I, I'm actually quite sensitive. So maybe yeah, he's, a fra- he's a fragile human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but at the same time, I would I would I would invite the discourse. But at the same time, it doesn't seem to quite as often. But then then again, you have something. Going since yeah the very late thirties and then you yeah, have going since the sixties yeah it's not like Marvel's full of ingenuity but like, yeah of course there was maybe twenty plus years of stuff twenty five years worth of stuff to work with yeah it kind of felt like when Marvel didn't have a character to come up with themselves to kind of look at DC's roster yeah and the dog kind of felt like that they're just like okay they've got an arrow dude let's have an arrow dude you know that kind of thing yeah uh, like you know they have a Mad Titan let's have a Mad Titan you know. Absolutely, that's a bit it. And yeah. Nova Corps is just, I don't fucking care. Yeah, like when. Oh my God, I don't care. It's once again, when you come up against something that's so iconic as the Green Lantern Corps, they're like immediately you're going to bring yourself in direct comparisons and you have to be fucking awesome or very different. You have to be awesome. Yeah, awesome or different. Yeah, and even just the power set's not as good. The way you become one doesn't yeah. seem to be as good. The lore isn't as good. So the lay and obviously you've taken the black cat thing, but now you've made a core of black cats. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fucking awful, man. That's so bad. I I mean, maybe it'll be great, but Green Lantern has so much more potential. Obviously, the way DC approach films is just an absolute shit show. I mean, Ezra Miller's life it represents DC for oh, man. making making movies. Uh, um, and this is Ezra Miller in fucking Hawaii. He's like, big deal. You want to fight about it? Big yeah. deal, you want to fight about it? Big deal, you want to fight about it? Like, it's like, calm down, it's big deal, you want to fight about it? It's like, Ezra, chill the fucking big deal. It's like, and Ezra, chill. Like, yeah. Like, we really, somebody really needs to talk about Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, fucking hell, this dude is like, gone off the wall crazy, man. He needs, oh, yeah. He just needs He's... to stop drinking. Like, yeah. Seriously, like, he needs to stop fucking drinking, man. They. Yeah. Well? They need to stop drinking. He's oh. non-binary. Oh, sorry. They need to stop drinking. They um, need to get their act together. As well, they right? need to get their fucking act together. Yeah. How about that? How about yeah. respecting? How about we respect your and your pronouns and stuff? But maybe you need to start respecting people too. Yeah, stop choking at women. That's all we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, like, all right, let's move on from fucking Ezra Miller, right? And um, uh, so you got your number five. You got your number one showing out there. I get you up my number one. So now it's time for honorable or dishonorable mention. Not too sure about this because you could be going negative. I could be going positive. Whatever. The yeah, person, just hit me with the, the person I picked, and the reason I picked it, um, because they nearly actually made my list, but they were too similar to someone on my list. But because they nearly made my list, generally my honor mention usually comes from something that definitely nearly makes my list. I don't just come up with a brand new idea, so usually I come up with six pigs, you know, that kind of thing. So I got you I yeah. it down to five. And the one I picked is because he drew inspiration from a same car- a similar character, and he also um uh, what you call it he's also very similar to another character on my list and that is Omni-Man and uh, great character uh, the reason I picked Omni-Man is like obviously again he took inspiration from Superman in the same way Homelander that's why he didn't make my initial list but if you're going to do it 
like do it this way like like this like Homelander and Omni-Man are two of the most fucking insane villains got on TV right now and the fact that both of them are on Amazon at the minute Amazon are fucking on a roll there with the fucking kind of superhero shows at the moment but like Omni-Man when I, I'm not as familiar with uh, Invincible comic books as you are so when I went in to see Invincible it was completely new territory for me and by yeah. the end of the first episode, I was fairly well acquainted to what Omni-Man's all about. You know what I mean? And that's how you, like, I was like, okay, he's terrifying. This guy is fucking terrifying. Yeah. And like, and it shows you again what you can do. Like, when you have someone as powerful as Superman, once again, to harken back to what I said, it shows you what someone like Superman can do when he's skewed in the wrong direction. And Omni-Man is probably more similar to Superman in a lot of ways than Homelander in terms of like the fact that he's, I'm not sure it was, a homelander an alien <laughs> i can't remember <laughs> no grown in a lab yeah <laughs> test, test tube baby yeah so homeland like so so when you look at omni man his backstory is a lot more similar in a lot of ways to superman than homelanders would be but the power sets are pretty much identical to superman's both of them so that's why omni man is my honorable mention but not on my list because of the similarities he bears with homelander and the fact that they both kind of rip off the same character so, like, you know what I mean? I wanted to vary it up a little bit, but if you're going to do another skewed version of Superman like this, I've only seen one episode or one season of Invincible. I think I'm going to delve into the uh, graphic novel. Oh, they're yeah, amazing. I think I need to. I was good when I, they ended. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait every year to watch it. So, like, and then I watched The Walking Dead and The Walking Dead and I read the comic books and they, neither of them ruined one another because they're so different in the media. Exactly. There are, the, yeah. of course, any variants. Yeah. Um, the butterfly effect moving forward then yeah, yeah of course exactly. do deviate, so, so like um and i haven't sat down with a co- i mean so fucking busy man i haven't sat down with a comic book series since last year like fucking had the last comic book series i wrote was like a mini series called pestilence it was only like four f- issues long that was like eight months ago or some shit so i've been i've been really chomping yeah. at the bit you're due you're due yeah oh man i'm chomping at the bit because i like one thing i love doing in my pastime is either read novels or sitting down with a comic book series and just blasting out of it in like two months or something and I haven't got to do that in a while. So um, Invincible, I think, is prime and ready for that. And the reason uh, Invincible, I think, would be my next choice because of Omni-Man and because of what I've seen in his story with, with Invincible himself. Uh, it just showed you that there's so much you can do with that character or that power set that's fucking terrifying when you're skewing away. And the Homelander and Omni-Man proved that for me. And that's why both of them are on my list, even though Homelander got my number one and Omni-Man had to be my honorable mention because they're it's just too similar, you know? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of overlap. And again, like again, to go for my um sorry, honorable or dishonorable mention. Yeah. I went with uh <laughs> guy's ball sack. <laughs> Crutchman. <laughs> that was supposed to be Gladiator. Hmm. It was a rip-off of Superman, is it? The whole thing is that he's got all Superman's powers as long as he has wait for it, wait for it, confidence. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, is that real? He's oh yeah, no, no, no. Again, I, I, I seen him first. Like his dick is just above my head, so definitely gonna have to figure out this image thing. But uh, he, yeah, landscape uh, images. That's a portrait. That's a portrait. Uh he fucking um true Stuck- juggernaut, true juggernaut off a castle onto an island, juggernaut <laughs> being an unstoppable force, and literally just fucking picked him up and threw him away like a chub after flying across the universe, the galaxy. Vinnie Jones played juggernaut. Fuck. Yeah, I know. But anyway, his whole thing is that he's got all, again, all the classics, heat vision, can fly through space, can survive, super, like, you know, invincible, all that kind of stuff. But if you can get inside his head, he becomes, and I thought, like, he's actually a very cool character in the comics, extremely, extremely well written. And he's got some really cool storylines and he's developed a lot, like sporadically over the years, but he's been around for enough years to have enough fucking going on. Uh, and the fact is that he's still too much of a Superman clone, but I yeah. thought his weakness will have to let him down. But his actual lore, um, yeah. is what like because his species is almost completely annihilated, like Superman's. So he's an alien course. as well. Is he? I don't know a lot about Gladiator. Yeah, no, no, he's not. He's, he's of the of the oh God. What are they called? The Shear, whatever. It's a Marvel thing, and yeah. uh, Shear or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you'll see him in the next few years. I guarantee you. Um, but again, yeah, he's species is almost completely annihilated because again, if you can, you know, in a, in a universe with powers overlapping, if you can yeah. get in the guy's head, he's very, very vulnerable. I've seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy took him down with a mop because they got his head and made him think it was a gun that does such and such and such a thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's just like Rocket Raccoon standing there holding a fucking mop. 
Uh, and he's a guy that can fly through the heart of a sun. Yeah. So the pendulum swings a little bit wide for me. So I was going to put in a Superman clone, which is why he didn't re- reach my list. But I had to, had to kind of touch upon him because I love him. Yeah. So I nearly went negative and I, I didn't go positive. I just literally just think, dude rocks. Yeah. It's a strange way to have approached him. Yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of like um, the whole list is like you don't know where, like you're saying rip off and rip off has negative connotation, but you kind of it does. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So like the thing is, even though it does have a ne- negative connotation, most of the the people are most of the characters that made our list was a positive rip off or just a different take or a new interpretation. Like some of them were completely blatant, like you know Deadpool, like we mentioned, Thanos was blatant, but they did a lot with those characters in their own iterations. But when you have like Crotchman there, like even the the aesthetics is way too similar to superman like uh homelander what i love is that uh the aesthetics is different enough that like it it comes across as inspiration less than a clone like you said and same same with omni man the inspiration is there but it's not a clone so like i think when you're doing these kind of things the the aesthetics has to be different enough to uh, uh so you can avoid um direct comparisons and when you have Crotchman in blue and red, um, you just you're going to get those comparisons. I don't know enough about Gladiator, but like the thing, uh, I I have a terrible habit is I love superheroes, but a lot of the superhero shit that I grew up with, like I've read like hundreds of superhero comic books. Don't get me wrong, but like a lot of the superhero shit that I've uh, grown up with was cartoons and the movies. So usually that's how I ingest my superhero um content since my early twenties. Like I've read a shit ton of superhero stuff for the last like ten years. Um, maybe seven or eight years, ten years. I've usually watched my superhero content, and the comic books I read would be just like The Boys or Preacher or like White Last Man or Transmetropolitan or something like that. Like loves like, all, loves all that. You know what I mean? Like so, it just sometimes I think what happened with me was I get so much superhero stuff in other mediums that I've actually kind of gone away from superhero comic books. And I read when I come to comic books, I like to ingest this different kind of like stuff, like, you know, Outcast or something as one. Well. Actually, Outcast might have been the last full series that I read last year. That was like 36 issues long or something. Um, but like, that's that's what I love about uh, the, uh, uh, comic books, that uh, the fucking, how varied they are. But like when it comes to like superheroes and shit like that, I just seem to be ingesting different mediums. So I think I'm missing out on some stuff that I need to go back and really go do a deep dive into. Because, oh, but, but even yeah. even saying that, even like you're talking to to me and I'm deaf, you know, you're you're a better, much better director producer from the same studio as as you are. You're throwing shit like that at me all the time, and I'm the comic kind of guy amongst us. Um, but even man, there's there's no end. We're we're talking between DC and Marvel, and that's not the like Vertigo or dark horse or any of those involved yeah. you're talking like between like 80 years and 60 years of comics and and they're always expanding outwards yeah so like even i just come across and this person going ah like spider-man we i return and it says in a little a little asterisk and yeah. it goes like read spider-man one three nine <laughs> no yeah, no. I, yeah, and it's like read Spider-Man once your name spectacular Spider-Man written by this exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, like, like alternate universe yeah, or, or discontinued timeline or yeah, something. It's like oh the comic run that was written like between 1977 and 1982 by the specific writer. Like, you know what I mean? That's like I love comic books, but it's it's so hard sometimes to get all those tertiary characters into you. So like that's one thing I think uh, why I kind of um veer towards complete uh, complete collections like The Walking Dead. I know The Walking Dead's a linear storyline. It gets 193 editions, but I know it's going to end sometime. You know what I mean? Like Outcast. I know that's going to end. White Last Man. I know that's going to end because I know it's a series. Yeah. But with, with superhero comic books, sometimes yeah, I think that the best thing to do with it is sometimes either read standalones. Or sometimes it's better to just kind of pick a corner of the, the multiverse that they have existing now. Just go, I'm going to read the Civil War. I'm going to read Civil War 2. I'm going to read the Ultimates. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Because if you want to try and deep dive into Marvel in its totality, you get so fucking lost. It's like you said, like, like read Spider-Man issue 139 and you don't understand who this dude is. Because You know what I mean? So like it's so huge. The MCU, uh, like, or sorry, the Marvel comic universe is so huge that... It's. I think that you're better off branching off and taking little niches of it out and concentrating on them, and then you get an understanding of their overall universe. Because to try to read everything and try to understand everything and try to capture all these different characters is fucking nigh impossible. And I think that's why I veer off into like complete series that I know has a beginning, 
and has an ending and I don't have to like worry about reading about this new alteration of this character and this new version and shit like that every five years you know that kind of thing it's more linear for me and I think that's why I go towards that and like when you have a character like Gladiator like I've no idea who he is and I'm sure he's got an awesome backstory and awesome lore like even Gardens of the Galaxy I had no idea who they were so yeah like, I know exactly yeah. I, I argued with someone years ago that there'd never be a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, film yeah, you know yeah, what I mean like you yeah. know what I mean like so I just think like um with these uh, universes, as you said, they've been around for so long, there's always going to be the way they cross paths. And I think that's why if you look at my my list, uh, like I went outside of Marvel and DC, like in terms of like the uh, interpretations, like with Homelander and Omni-Man, because I love the newer versions of these characters that have been around so long, whereas Marvel and DC kind of come up together. So they're very similar, these characters are. But I love like when you see someone like a Robert Kirkman going in and like looking at how he can create his own Superman or how he could tell his own version of the Spider-Man story, a coming age story of a superhero and the way he did with Invincible. Because he said that himself, it's pretty much his Spider-Man, a coming age story. And like they're so outside of that. You never see a gladiator in a Garrett Dennis thing unless it was intentional. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like so sometimes like I just think a gladiator is a good choice. Um, fantastic crotch from that picture. But yeah, like, no, no, great crotch. As long as yeah. he has confidence. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh so, my god, uh, <laughs> we're a bit like Gladiator, man. <laughs> so, like, uh, that, that's that's my choices, and they're, they're your choices. Do you have anything else you want to say about this? Right? No, I want this to end as quickly as possible because I finished on this picture. Yeah, why did you just switch to the empty? You know what? You just need to be glad that I'm so bad at this because I think comedically <laughs> I think it lends itself to the form yeah. <laughs> I do I do I think if anything you need to be grateful you need to hope I never get my shit together that's, that's, <laughs> I've gone I've gone the other way <laughs> all right <laughs> um let's go all right folks right there what the fuck um <laughs> stop pointing at his fucking crotch <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, I'm your host, Mr. Green. I'm your host, Alton John Timmy. We are a pair of rankers, and they were our best rip-off superheroes and villains. And um, I guess if you don't like our list, hit us up in the comments. See you next time, motherfuckers. Please subscribe, all that kind of jazz that people say at the end of No, oh, yeah, like, like all that. Look at the bottom of the screen. See that button? There's actually no button there, but do like and subscribe anyway, because we don't know graphics. See you next yeah. time, motherfuckers. Peace. Peaches. <laughs>